0: Uh, But this is based off of the uh, Roger Corman play, yes? Uh, Roger Corman, of course, who will come up on this. Corgman? Genre. What?
1: Corgman? Roger Corgman?
0: Why are you saying Corgman? Corgman. Why are you saying Corgman?
1: You said (laughs) Corman.
0: His name is Roger Corman. Corgman. No, No, there's no G. There's never been a G.
1: I'm not saying a G.
0: What are you saying?
1: (laughs) Corgman. (laughs) What?
0: I don't get what you're doing right now I don't,
1: I'm not doing anything Okay, you know what, just keep going
0: The the gentleman's name is Roger Corman
1: Alexa, stop
0: (laughs) Oh my god Welcome to episode number 27 of Ghost Party Radio, an in-depth and very serious exploration into the world of genre film hosted by two small-time cowards. I'm Trevor, and allow me to introduce my co-host, more? No, no, no. See less. It's Adam Cervantes Wagner.
1: This is the way that Trevor and I have decided to pursue immortality.
0: <laughs> oh, all these young people who are going to happen across this this thing we call ghost party radio in the year 3021 are going to hear that joke. They're going to say that's how they decided to start this what's going to be probably a good episode of this show. Why Why do they purposely start it bad?
1: <laughs> that's the origin of Supreme Leader Adam. <laughs> yeah. Go on.
0: Adam, um, so, uh, w- I mean, this was completely off mic, but can you um, explain to the listeners uh, the question that you asked our guests before we got on mic?
1: Are you talking about the burnt milk,
0: yeah. I'm talking about the BM situation. Um, oh no, <laughs> this is bad. Uh, little shop,
2: little shop. <laughs> Look, I,
1: I came up with an idea in the shower, so humor me. I just showered, I have my hot cocoa here full. It's not good at all because of the milk. <laughs>
0: And why isn't it good because of the milk, Adam?
1: Because I burnt the milk, Trevor. No, no.
3: No, no. He told us that he heated the milk using an electric tea kettle, which I'm pretty sure those are manufactured only for heating water.
4: I'm pretty sure it says, like, do not heat milk in this. Are you telling me that
1: on a molecular level, what I did was not responsible?
3: Yes. It was inhumane.
1: When they're making these tea kettles, they bring in these scientists and go, if you allow anything else in here, we're all going to die.
3: Yeah. No, it's just going to be a really bad time. Like, are you enjoying your hot chocolate right now? No. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) I heard you recently saw a George Miller film in theaters.
0: Yes, I saw the George Miller film in theaters. I saw Mad Max Fury Road, uh, my favorite Mm. film of the 2010s. Uh, I saw it at the Million Dollar Theater in Los Angeles on 35mm film. Uh, it was <clears> part of <the throat> secret movie club's takeover of some movie palaces in downtown L.A. It was a great time, Adam. What was your follow-up question?
1: Oh, I wouldn't have asked if it was going to be that whole story, but <laughs> I also watched uh, the George Miller movie recently, and Can I it guess? was not. Go for it.
0: Is it Babe 2, Pig & City? No. What is it? Oh, you love it. It's Happy Feet 2.
1: It's Happy Feet One.
0: Oh yes, and it's the, fantastic. The, the, the defining George Miller movie. I, I just it, w- one day we'll talk about a George Miller movie, but it, it's his his career is so funny. It's just Mad Max movies. Then he had kids, so he made Babe and Happy Feet movies for a while, and then he went back <laughs> and just made a killer Mad Max movie when he was like seventy five.
1: Well, it's interesting that you say that because I don't think Fury Road would have been nearly as good had he not made Happy Feet beforehand, Trevor. Upon rewatching Happy Feet for the 10th time, I noticed a specific scene. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say is probably like the most visually iconic scene in Fury Road?
0: Um, probably the parts where they're going back and forth on the poles, uh, you know, from car to car. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I don't know wrong. if I'm allowed
3: to chime in. Please? I would say that it's when they're like driving into the wall of like sand and thunder mm. and electricity you know what i'm talking about yes yes and Also, it's really wrong. epic and uh Ma- and max is like not sure if they're gonna be able to get all the way through that st- storm i think it's probably the guy with the guitar like the flaming <gasps>
4: guitar yeah
1: okay so this was a, a loaded question that all of you failed the mm. i was going for the Scene where um, Charlize Theron breaks down in the sand and it, as a whips oh, past. Oh, dude,
0: her. Adam, that is my favorite moment of like 2010. Cinema. Yeah, come on, why didn't you say that then? <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, I love. That's my favorite part of the movie.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's a great. It's a great moment. You just
3: hold it, it too close to your heart. You're like, I can't. I can't love it too much because then it'll be ruined.
0: I reject <laughs> it because it's real emotion.
1: Right. right. Um, (laughs) Well, that exact scene almost exactly is in Happy Feet, which came out, what, 10 years before?
0: Uh, At least 10 years before. Wow. So uh, Charlize Theron as Furiosa is in Happy Feet and breaks down in a file of sand?
1: No, I said almost exactly. Uh, There's a scene when when all the penguins, you know, they're going to the Forbidden Lands or whatever to find the aliens. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, And there's the wind rushing past them. And it's actually, I think, maybe even a stronger scene because it shows their unity as they brace themselves together against the strong
0: wind. Very nice. Uh, yeah, that's actually really, really funny that you picked up on that. I mean, I know you're trying to be like the guy who like, acts like he's obsessed with happy feet, like there's people who are obsessed with minions and stuff like no, that.
1: No, no, no. Dude, it's legitimately a very good movie. I do not say this ironically. I, I love that movie, and rewatching it again solidified
0: it. I know, and, and this, is, this is mostly the problem with this show. Um, okay, Adam, <laughs> do we have any listener reviews that you want to read?
1: Uh no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, okay. Not
0: particularly. No. well. We do have one, but I, I guess Adam doesn't want to read it on air.
1: I guess I'll read it. Okay. Uh, this one comes from Cackman Eleven.
0: Mm, Cackman. <laughs>
1: uh, the subject is okay. Sure, and the body of the review reads: Sometimes they make a point. I'm content. Five stars.
0: <laughs> I mean, I I disagree. I mean, I, I listen to this episode or these episodes when we do them because I edit them sometimes. and There are entire episodes that go by where we simply do not make a point. So I don't know what episodes Cackman has listened to, but it's not accurate.
3: Isn't I mean, that it, the point sometimes?
4: Cackman also said sometimes they make a point. Ah, good yeah,
1: point. Yeah, so,
0: Get um, the cack so out semantics. of your ears, Trevor. As we'll go into, my SoundCloud rapper name is Lil Shop. Um, I, would like to see, I would like to see a little shop and CAC man drop a mixed it. Uh, okay. So listen, after that whiff of a joke, we're going to get into, it. we're going to introduce our guests <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and folks, when these guests are around, uh, Adam and myself really strain to make extremely bad jokes because we're under the impression that they like it, but I know they don't, but they're very, very nice about <laughs> it. This is our very first repeat guest of the entire uh... podcast. We are 27 episodes in. Uh, we had some listeners of the show reach out and say that they really love their energy, and we do too. And we're very happy to have them back. It is the ladies from Time Warp Radio. It's Katie and Haley. Welcome back to the show.
4: Were we the listeners that reached out and said we like the energy?
0: <laughs> I mean, let's not lie. You do not listen to our show.
3: <laughs> yes, we do.
0: I feel How? bad. I'm sorry. <laughs>
3: Yeah. I would subscribe to your Patreon if you had one. And I think uh, you should have one. Because oh.
0: you guys have some good ideas. Don't get Adam started on the Patreon thing. What the, What is that sound, Adam? That's not my cat. That's not <laughs> my... Sorry.
3: That's, that's, that's our cat. That's Annie.
0: That's Audrey Aww. 3.
3: Yes. Yes. Annie. She's a monster. Annie. But we're so thankful for you guys to have us back. Because we had a blast the last time we were here. We oh my gosh, found out that we're the fifth element, the four of us together.
1: We are love.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We are horniness. Isn't that what the fifth element is? Okay.
0: Yeah, we just did an episode of your guys' show, and we came to a few conclusions. Adam uh, said that we are now a collective called The Fifth Element, and also (laughs) that we really want to go to Universal Studios soon, (laughs) specifically so we can go to the Tiki Bar. That's The Bad Tiki Bar. Yes. That we has realized. no appropriate theming. I know. It's right next to Jurassic Park, and we are were, we were basically going through it intermittently, the website, and finding out that there's no dinosaur theming at this Jurassic Park tiki bar.
3: Well, I told you guys earlier that I couldn't tell you what I was doing tomorrow, and it's because I'm going to Universal tomorrow. No.
1: What? Et tu, <laughs> <laughs> Just pure
0: betrayal.
3: Here's the thing. I needed to get my, like, pass renewed. And I'm going to scope it out so that we're prepared for when we go. Because it's no longer an invisible plan. I put it on my actual calendar. I was like, make plans to go to shitty bar at Jurassic Park ride in Universal. (laughs) You're with like, Trevor and Adam.
0: You're like the you're like the canary that gets sent into the coal mine first, and lets everybody knows. <laughs> if, if it's safe to go to Universal Studios. We'll
3: see how bad the theming really is. You're
1: the you're the Jesus of Jurassic Park Tiki drinks. <laughs>
0: Katie and Haley, but this yes, is a sh- oh, you oh, sorry, guys sorry.
3: We're on our podcast. Uh, well, okay. So Trevor has been on our podcast previously talking about the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Whoa. I'm begging for them to come back so they can talk with us about shock treatment. That's what yes. we're currently discussing. Um, but our Patreon series, we're going through all of the science fiction double features that are referenced in the opening number from Rocky Horror. And these two gentlemen were so kind as to... (laughs) Watch the wrong version of Flash Gordon, which we sent them incorrectly. it was like, I wanted to get your experiences watching a different version of the Flash Gordon that we watched. But, like, then it ended up just being like, oh, I felt so bad. You guys were so cool about it. And then we got to talk about The Invisible Man, which was, like, a fucking blast that was the best
0: Mm -hmm. yeah the invisible man like quickly is now in my top three of the universal monster movies this is like so much fun to watch that Um, but yeah thanks again for having us on your show and uh, maybe you'll have adam on for a solo episode sometime i highly i do not recommend it in any way (laughs) (laughs) thank you Um, so you know uh, you've been on the show before like i said you're the first repeat guest ever so we're uh, we're going to kind of skip the regular questions that we usually ask but um, this is a genre podcast. We talk about genre film. I'm just curious. Oh, you the do? Two... What? Yes. Yeah. So what we do is we actually like mm. spin a wheel and then we break down genres by genres. <laughs> and currently we're in the creature feature genre. So <gasps> I was just curious after all this preamble, what's your history with creature features on film? And do you have <gasps> any favorites?
3: I mean, is Rocky Horror a creature feature? I think I'm going <laughs> to ask you this every time that we come on because I always want to pitch Rocky Horror as the... But there, there will be, there will come a time. I think the most appropriate would be for cult movies. I'm going to save Rocky Horror
0: for yeah, cult movies. yeah. It's not a creature feature, so no. And also, but they yeah, build
3: Rocky. Rocky's a creature.
0: Um, I, I he's think a man.
3: He, is he? <laughs> I think he doesn't a, have a belly button.
0: A, I think we have a great movie to discuss today. Uh, yes. And, and B, yes, we will do Rocky Horror Picture Show as like our hundredth episode or something. It'll be very <gasps> fun. Oh gosh, I'm
4: holding you to that.
0: When you when you become the first uh, three-time guests.
4: Oh, oh f- we have to wait another like, what,
3: 75 75- episodes? Yeah, well, yeah. it's <laughs> nice server? talking with you guys. Um, <laughs> it's really it's been a blast so far. <laughs> oh. Okay, so creature features.
4: Mm. Honestly, I... Was obsessed with Little Shop as like a very young, uh, like preteen, and I actually gotten to be in a stage production of it in high school. So wow. cool! I've been like super into Little Shop forever, but I also am obsessed with like a lot of the like
3: Universal Monster pictures, which are all mm-hmm. fantastic creature features. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just need more, I think we're getting more exposure than, as we're doing this Patreon series because like, yeah, we have we had to do King Kong. We had to do The Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. It's like there, I also love The Creature of the Black Lagoon.
4: Oh. Mm-hmm. Or as my girlfriend would call it, The Creature from the Blue Lagoon. Um, From Iceland, a completely different movie,
0: mm. <laughs> very different movie. Adam, do you, uh, you 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 love you love that movie, huh? The Blue Lagoon movie.
1: Is that a movie? Oh.
0: Yeah, it's like with yeah um, yeah. Katie explained to explain Adam it. the nope, movie he just, loves. It's fine.
3: No,
1: nope. are you guys talking about Blue Waffle?
3: Oh my gosh, Adam! I was gonna make the same joke.
1: Um, wait we're on that page. We're By on the that way, Blue
3: Waffle page right now. Not I'm, literally. I'm not looking it up on Google right now. But we're on that same Blue Waffle page. <laughs>
1: uh, I'm going to be... I think I've got the voices down, so I'm going to be very gung-ho as I uh, um, address you two. Katie, what what role did you play in this, in this stage production?
4: Oh, good job. Look at Thank that. You. I uh, was one of the trio and then i was uh an understudy for audrey and got to play her for like three nights so that was really cool yeah i just
3: am getting more familiar with them and like this reminded me so much of like triffids are they supposed to be the same monster as triffids the audrey plant wait
0: what 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 are you talking about (laughs) the the
3: day of the triffids the classic film
0: I've you know, never the, heard of this film. I am well,
1: in my mind's the eye day I can of the see Triffids. Furbies.
0: I've heard no, of No, okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> it's <So> Wednesday.
0: It's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about Not what for you, very much longer. So <laughs>
3: Anne Francis spit uh, she fought Triffids that spits poison and kills. It's literally talked about in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh my god! And, and they're the and, they're like big mo- they're like Venus flytrap humanoid creatures that can talk and are cannibalistic and mm-hmm. uh, overtake overtake the world. The world. Yeah, and Anne Francis is like in a lighthouse and has to uh, her and there's a lab in the lighthouse, so they're trying to figure out what is the how to kill the Triffids in mass because they're taking over because they're a plant that just keep growing. Uh,
1: I I didn't understand a word you just said.
0: I mean, I'll look it up after the episode, Haley, and if it doesn't exist and you just made up that whole thing, I will give you your fly. I think that's very funny, but I've never heard of this movie, but it does sound very cool. I'm going to
3: find you just...
0: I'm no. send it to you. No, I, I, I believe that. I can look it up on Letterboxd. <laughs> yeah. I just have the movie that we're discussing I up totally on Letterboxd right it. now. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. And that movie yeah. is.
3: Yes, and that movie is.
1: That's right. Today we're talking about Little Shop of Horrors. This is a Frank Oz joint. You may know him. He's one of many Muppet men, iconic Muppet men, that have graced mm. us. Uh, Trevor, do we have any Letterbox reviews on this bad boy?
0: Of course. We always go to our friends who've reviewed the movie. But tonight we don't have any friends who've reviewed the movie, so we're just going to go popular stuff. All right. Listen. Yes. Listener of the show, Holly Beth, gives it five stars and says... This was fucking wild. I can't believe I watched Steve Martin fuck Bill Murray on a dentist chair. Five stars. Yes. <laughs> oh.
2: Yes. We, we
0: will get to that scene, but that it, that scene felt like it was in a it, that that scene felt like it was not in a Frank Oz movie. I loved it. Yes, and then I'll I'll read. I'll read one more so we can get to it. I know we've been bouncing around a lot this episode, but Uh, um, review by listener of the show Suzanne by Leonard Cohen uh, gives it five stars and says, "I've seen this movie more times than I've seen my own father."
2: Ooh,
3: (laughs) (laughs) Trevor's kind of girl. Review I shouldn't be reading. Sounds like someone's uh, bullet journal entry.
0: Adam, did you just (laughs) accuse me of liking women with father issues?
1: Uh. Maybe. I will not
0: be subjected to this sick rumor that you're trying to start about me.
1: <laughs> hey, sometimes you can't help it. Um, do we have a description for this movie?
0: Yes, of course. Uh, as Adam said, it is a Frank Oz joint. Who? Um, hey, by the way, you know another iconic character that Frank Oz played other than some Muppets?
1: Are you talking about Kermit?
0: <laughs> no, I'm talking about the guy you pulled up the oppression on for Attack of the Clones.
1: Who are you talking about? Oh my, oh
0: my god. Gosh. Frank Oz played Yoda, dude. Yoda. Oh, yeah.
1: Yoda.
0: <laughs> All right, let's go around the horn. Let's hear those Yoda impressions. I was doing one earlier, but I don't I don't think I can do it. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Adam, kick it off. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> mm, we're too old. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. To- That's Adam. That's my impression of Adam as Yoda meeting a, a girl.
1: Oh whoa. No Yonah does not. (laughs) That (laughs) is turned bad. Plus I'm pretty sure your girlfriend's significantly older than me. Too old. All right. If you want to go down that road, my friend
0: okay I'll read the description Seymour is a nerdy orphan working at Mushnick's a flower shop in Urban Skid Row he harbors a crush on a fellow co-worker Audrey eh, sounds like an Adam situation and is berated by (laughs) Mr. Mushnick daily one day as Seymour is seeking a new mysterious plant he finds a very mysterious unidentified plant well it's kind of that was poor writing by this person. Uh-huh. Which call, he calls Audrey 2. The, yeah, the plant seems to have a craving for blood and soon begins to sing for his supper. That is the plot of the film we are about to discuss. Katie, Haley, let's start here. What is your history with this specific film? Feed me, Seymour.
3: Feed me all night long. I love this movie. I think... But I but I haven't seen it as many times as I think I've seen it because I listened to the soundtrack a lot when right. I was in high school. So my third or fourth time seeing it and like, uh, oh my gosh, everything was just so crisp. And I felt like everything was so syncopated and entertaining and... Oh, so colorful! The puppet is incredible. So good. Ooh. Oh my gosh! And like, I also so we shadow cast uh, Rocky Horror, but Chaos will also occasionally shadow cast Little Shop. We we did. We've done it. We have Ooh. done Once. it twice. Cool. Twice. But it's like one of those other like cult films that is in the that level of the zeitgeist that people are performing it and like. It's also because it's a the- stage adaptation, so. Mm. We but also built our own Audrey.
1: That's wow. That's cool. That's what Trevor That's tried to time. do, but it wasn't a plant. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the Audrey that y'all built, and I saw the Shadowcast, and I had a, I, I really, really thought it was awesome. And I, I, Not that I would ever want to pull um, your Shadowcast chaos away from Rocky Horror Picture Show, but I really wish we would mix this one in a little bit more often.
4: Oh, yeah. From what I heard, it was like a licensing issue, so, you know.
0: Yeah, I've never looked into the licensing for this. I do know that it is streaming, the theatrical version of it, that most people know, uh, on HBO Max right now, which is, I'm Blue. assuming, where we all watched mm-hmm. it. Or I know you guys yep. probably have it on Blu-ray, but I watched it on uh, HBO Max.
3: Same. So did I.
0: So, yeah, as listeners of the show know and Adam knows, when I'm ready to sit down and watch a good movie, a movie that I've seen this movie before, but I don't really remember it as well, and I must say that uh, right, right up top here of our actually talking about the movie, that uh, this was – Recommended heavily uh, when the creature feature uh, thing landed on the wheel by Ian Hawk, who, of course, I co-write and direct films with. And Mm -hmm. he was actually going to be on this episode, but uh, he works extremely early in the morning. And, of course, we're recording uh, absurdly late right now. So, unfortunately, he couldn't be on the episode. So, hi, Ian. Ian Thank you for the recommendation to this movie. Um, But, uh, yeah, I like these candles. It totally
3: was Ian's recommendation, too, because what happened was I... Follow you guys on Instagram, and you go- and Ian had posted to your story that he was watching it. Right, and I thought it was you preparing for the podcast because I was like, "Oh my <laughs> gosh, what a perfect creature feature!" Right, and uh, lo and behold, I was becoming best friends with Ian uh, in Instagram DMs, and not <laughs> you, Trevor. Apparently, uh, and he was like, "Oh no, uh, but no, I'll suggest it to them. That's a really good idea." So it was like. Oh my gosh. What yeah. a suggestion.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a great suggestion. And uh, obviously, uh, I thought he'd be a great guest and you two would be a great guest because you've shadow casted it in the past. But, but I, I lit these candles and I sat down and I watched it. And uh, I guess I will give it away. I had a great time with it. I thought it was really, really fun. <laughs> now, I want to ask you two, what do you think Adam does before when he sits down and watches a good movie?
4: Wraps a banana up in a little burrito and um, burns some milk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're close. You're close. Yeah, he you're puts on his, He puts on his cowboy hat. He grabs his little cap gun and then he sits crisscross applesauce like five feet in front of the TV <laughs> and it like a like a like a like a five year old child and that's how he watches every movie, right Adam? Yeah, and I
1: have my oval teen.
3: Yeah, like Ralphie. You're like Ralphie from a Christmas story.
1: That's I was it. gonna
4: say it's like um What's his name? Rolly from 101 Dalmatians, When like the Canine Crunchies commercial comes on,
1: <laughs> I like to think of it more as like Clint Eastwood from Unforgiven. But that's
0: okay, Mm-mm, mm. and if, if he's not wearing his cowboy hat, he puts on one of those like he puts on his striped shirt and one of those like spinny caps, and he, and he sits down in front of the TV. And, and uh, every again. time, every time that we hang out and we watch a movie together, like he falls asleep like 10 minutes into it and I have to go okay let's take Adam to bed and I pick him up and I go pick
2: (laughs) yeah it's really
1: sweet he has a key to my apartment too so he can just leave after the movie
0: what I'm saying is he acts like a child oh
3: (laughs) I thought you were describing your very intimate relationship with each other you've exchanged apartment keys
0: actually we realized in the last episode we've never watched a movie together
3: (laughs) That's how intimate you are. You're like, no, 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 no. We do it separately.
0: <laughs> that is so crazy. Like when when Adam brought that up, I was like, wait, that's right. We've never watched a movie together. Anyways, Doctor Runtime is what they call me on this uh, show, and uh, this is what 93 minutes or something. A great mm-hmm. runtime. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, the extended cut, which we'll talk about a little bit later. It's a little mm-hmm. bit longer, but it's not much longer. Um, PG-13. Adam, what is this? A, a movie for children?
1: You know, you're mixing your your jokes here I don't know how to respond
0: No, I just, I I thought it was weird Because we don't typically watch a lot of PG-13 movies on this show I was looking at a revenge genre And it was 100% rated R movies Yeah, baby Uh, But yeah, this uh, PG-13, it played played like Gangbusters It really did, it moved Uh, I loved the songs Um, Mm -hmm. I, I guess we can just start here When you think of Little Shop of Horrors What is the one song that comes to your mind?
3: Somewhere That's Green
0: that was mine as well. Yeah is is that is that the most like iconic one that like I know it's the most idyllic. Like I remember it was uh, really great in the shadow cast the way the way that you guys did it.
3: Suddenly Seymour is always the one that I think of. Yeah, like mm. the the female audition songs are really popular from Little Shop, and then right. like, uh, the, any time the the puppet sings, mm-hmm. not so much. Um, it's not supper time before that one, doesn't he? Have... Feed me. Feed me mm-hmm. so good.
1: Yeah, that's what got me. I, I, I have no experience with this movie or play beforehand, and I had not heard any of this music before, and that's uh, that one was, I was jamming to that one.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, this whole movie has like a let's go out and get some malts and some fries, you know, like that, mm-hmm. that, that vibe to it, of course, because of the time period it's based out of. Adam, do, do you romanticize that time? I feel like you would romanticize a character like Seymour and like the idea of like going to a pulling your car up to like a, a thing and having right. somebody on roller skates bring you a milkshake.
1: Okay. Um, oh gee, Trevor, you think I remind you of Rick Moranis? Oh.
0: <laughs> Did yeah. you
3: recently get punched in the face on the streets of New York?
0: Oh, poor Rick Moranis. <laughs> uh. You know, okay, so it's based off original uh, Roger Corman play, of course. Um, Alan Menken, uh, composed the music, Howard Ashman, uh, did the lyrics, I believe. And of course, those are two people who, um, if, if listeners don't know, teamed up a lot with, uh, Robert Clements and John Musker, who made a lot of uh, amazing Disney movies like mm-hmm. Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Little Mermaid, Beauty yeah. and the Beast. And, um, one of my favorites, Hercules, uh, which, <gasps> um, yes. I, I know a lot of plays have Greek choruses and stuff, but that was the first thing that stuck out to me when I watched, um, Little Shop*. Was that at the beginning? We opened, on, yeah. We opened on uh, the Greek. Is, is that? I don't, I'm not really. A, I'm not really like a theater kid or anything. Is that what you would call a Greek chorus? Like those three characters? Yeah. Okay, very cool. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Adam, were you a theater kid?
1: Uh, a little bit. I was a theater kid. Actually, my degree is in theater production as well as film production.
0: Is that true? Yes. I didn't know that.
1: So uh, I guess I'm an expert.
0: Um, Adam, can I guess what your favorite single moment of Little Shop of Horrors was? Go for it. Uh, Are you familiar with who Christopher Guest is? Excuse me. I couldn't help noticing that strange and interesting plant. What is it?
1: Yes.
0: Uh, (laughs) So, uh, again, Christopher Guest, uh, to listeners of the show, um, he wrote, like, uh, this is Final Tap, Best in Show, Waiting for Guffman. He directed a lot of those types of movies. Um, When his character comes in, it is like, the funniest he's like so insanely
3: what is that plant in the window there (laughs) it's
0: it's incredible like like of course steve martin's going way over the top but christopher guest is like level 20 out of 10 like and then i just love his line how he says like um well i'll have to just buy twice as much or whatever he says Mm -hmm. it's just so (laughs) idyllic Adam, was that your favorite part of the entire movie?
1: You know what? Maybe it was. I did love seeing him there. At first, it kind of hit me like, like I was seeing a friend of mine. You know, I, I didn't even register who it was. I was like, wait, wait a second. What the heck's going on here? Um, but it was nice. And I thought also that that moment sort of sets the tone, in my opinion, for the rest of the film as being sort right. of, you know, over the top ridiculous.
3: Yeah, a little weird. Mm-hmm. A little uncanny. Because <laughs> I definitely, I was like, is he an alien? Is he someone who, like, <laughs> came with the Triffids to, like, help encourage the the mania around them? To, like, encourage hysteria? Because he was so weird. He was so, like, you just want everyone to be aliens. Well.
1: So, little shop of horrors, Trevor.
0: <laughs> little shop. Yeah, I thought Audrey too looked great. actually yeah let's
1: uh let's get into that now i think maybe out of all the movies we've seen not only in this um season but in all of ghost party radio is is are these the best effects
0: yeah i mean oh my gosh just 100 percent practical right like and incredible like the way it's done so good
1: looks so good even right now like i was watching and i was like holy moly this looks amazing
0: yeah, yeah, this movie is 35 years old And those effects look truly perfect mm-hmm. um, Because yeah. they
3: filmed the puppet in slow motion. motion Yeah, and then when they matched it to the audio It just, like, the lips are moving so precisely Whoa. And have so much character to them That, like, you're so creeped out And yeah. it's moving too precisely You're like, mm, I don't trust it so yeah. when you realize you shouldn't trust Yeah. When you realize that it was filmed at a slower uh, frame rate, that's like brilliant to think of uh, achieving that effect that way.
1: Yeah, I think it's a little bit unbelievable how good it looks. Like if you have not seen the movie, mm-hmm. you cannot describe how good this plant looks talking. I, I, I would watch the movie mm-hmm. again just to watch that.
0: Um, we end up talking about CGI a lot on this show, but this is like the best type of like effects nowadays is when they do like practical mixed with mm-hmm. just a little bit of CGI. Mm-hmm. And that's what this looked like. But I knew, I knew damn well there was no CGI, but it looked like the mouth with CGI perfectly to go with. It. And it was just like, no, this is all practical. Like, I mean, the yeah. movie is the songs the are great. It's so good. I mean, like I, I, there was a lot of amazing performances, a little awesome songs, but I will take from this the creature, which is what this entire series is about and how the creature looked in this. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious uh, how a stage production of this, I'm sure like that's what you spend like most of your budget on is to make Audrey 2 you know, uh, believable because it's such a big Mm -hmm. part of the movie. I was actually surprised how big the creature part of this movie was because when the movie was suggested to me, I was like, that's a musical. Like, I mean, that movie's (laughs) a Like, that's the main genre this is. But it really is a perfect creature feature because it circles around Audrey too the entire time. The only yeah. other thing I was surprised by was how much time we spent in the dentist office.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: but that's so great too.
0: Yeah, oh. like the cross-cutting between the little shop where the um you know monster was, and then the dentist office. I was like, oh wow, they really had like four sets total for this entire movie, which I really appreciated.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if we get um, into the plot. Um, uh, trevor this is the exact same plot as hellraiser
0: it is literally yes i was thinking that while watching it um but we'll get to you know what let's just say it right now let's play a little game i like to call hellraiser or little shop yeah <laughs> um of the two films adam and i know you like to keep your entire review close to your chest until the, closer to the end of the episode but which did you prefer which is more your speed
1: um, well, your rap name is Lil Shop, and mine mm. is Hellraiser. But I gotta say, I like <laughs> Lil Shop more.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's just, it's just. It, I mean, I actually thought Hellraiser was a shockingly an easy watch compared to what I thought it was gonna be. But I just really, really enjoyed this one. And I know I'm, I'm basically talking in circles. Uh, Haley and Katie, what are some of your favorite like s- sequences from the movie?
3: Can I say all of them?
0: Yeah, it's just a collage of great scene after great (laughs) scene.
3: All of it. The cinematography is so good. The choreography of the trio just. Mm -hmm. It's like it carries the energy so well. Yes. And I. They're incredible. Care about all of the characters. Like, I can tell they're all victims of a class problem, class issues. Right. And it's just really compelling the whole thing you're like sitting on the edge of your seat because you can't and it the pacing is so just like you can't believe he's already feeding the plant blood Mm -hmm.
0: yes i was that that
3: happens really early in the movie too uh,
0: it's so early like i i I only paused this movie one time simply because i had to go grab dinner or something and i was like 45 (laughs) minutes into it and i was like simultaneously like Oh man, I only have 40 minutes of this movie left. And also, (laughs) like, how in the hell are we already 45 minutes in this movie? Like, it it just moves so quickly.
4: Mm -hmm. I would definitely have to say, like, my favorite and also, like, least favorite part of the movie is The Dentist. Like, Steve Martin is just, like, cherry on top, chef's kiss, incredible. Mm -hmm. Love his performance in this. It really, like, takes a movie that was already, like, an A and just, like,
3: bumps it up over the top. Cause all of the cameos are so fun but like steve martin was iconic it, that at that time and i mean i'm like sitting over here like he reminds me of eddie from rocky horror like it's totally that kind of cameo role of like he's there and then he's dead before you even realize that that was steve martin almost
0: i was surprised actually how much steve martin we got um mm-hmm. I, I noticed that he mm-hmm. was third build in the credits yeah. And, I, and I thought that that would lead to a much smaller role, but he was in it actually longer than I thought. And then there's that whole extended sequence, which is um, so, so funny between him and Bill Murray. Let's go.
1: I heard history of dental problems. Shut up!
0: Yes, doctor. I, like that that scene is like Brilliant. so twisted and like, it does feel like it's from a different movie. but it it feels like it's a sketch, like an SNL sketch, basically. No, it's
3: brilliant. It's so good. Well, I think Bill
4: Murray, uh, I think he
3: ad-libbed that entire scene. Yeah. But how perfect for Mushnick to meet his match, that he's been this sexual sadist that has been taking advantage of people as a terrifying dentist. He finally meets a guy that's like, torture me. Please, I'll pay you money to torture me. And like, Not Mushnick. Uh, Not
0: Mushnick. Um, What is the DDS? Uh, Yeah. Korgman?
3: (laughs) Yes. Exact Korgman, right.
0: Dr. Korgman DDS.
3: Dr. Korgman DDS, exactly. And, like, Bill Murray is so funny. And, like, are they in a movie? Any movies together, Steve Martin and Bill Murray? Yeah, this one. But, I mean, like, are they...
1: (laughs) Roasted. They
3: only did did SNL together, like, when Steve Martin would host, right?
0: Yeah, I actually don't. I, I can't imagine them together in a movie right now. I don't um, think so. But I thought they were so, they were so great together. Steve Martin, yes. when he uh, comes into the movie, I think it's the first time we see him. It's when his bike, like, crashes into the into the back alley, but it doesn't <laughs> oh, go anywhere. Yeah. It just, like, is going so fast <laughs> and just hits the ground and stops. And then he, he picks up Audrey, Audrey 1, that scene killed me. Like, yeah. I thought Christopher Guest was over the top, but, like, Steve Martin was as over the top. Just, like, extended so much longer. That was probably well, my favorite joke. He stop the
3: bike anytime he just hops off it. He just, like, sticks his hands out in the air, and then the yeah. bike comes to a stop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I think, I think, um, I think... Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. you know, that. so that that's always kind of tough, you know, that uh, th- he's very abusive in, in terms of a, a boyfriend kind of thing. And that it probably works okay even now in a modern audience, right? Violence against women. I don't think that would have been made that way because that's pretty extreme. But I think yeah. back in the day as more of a jokey thing, I guess that was okay.
4: I mean, but, I, yeah, I think they got away with it because he's meant to be like a really terrible person because and
3: because he gets killed off
4: yeah right. he's right. like the first sacrifice you know mm. or like he's a sacrifice because he's like okay well I can justify killing this guy because he's fucking horrible he's insane right but he's literally insane
0: um, <laughs> I just want to talk about how like uh, the original Little Shop was made by Roger Corman obviously mm-hmm. turned into an off-Broadway musical uh, sorry Adam did you want to say something about that
3: you mean Korgman
0: yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, the That's first nice. one was made, or the original original, was made by Roger Corman, of course, who, like I mentioned earlier, probably will come up here uh, a bunch in movies if we do, you know, 200, 300 episodes. Kind of the king of like a B, the B or the Z movie. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out into an off Broadway musical. I don't, I'm not really super, I don't know Frank Oz too much as a director. Like, I know the films he's made, obviously, but I don't know if he has like a real touch. Of course, he's made What About Bob, which is a very Adam movie. Uh, the Dark Crystal, like we had mentioned, some of the um, Muppet stuff, and uh, he made Bowfinger, which I think is a really, really uh, interesting movie. And then also uh, the Stepford Wives remake with Nicole Kidman and Matthew Broderick. But uh, I yeah, think I that, hear like
1: I, I hear you're into Muppet stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here, here's another one. Here's another one. Uh, yeah. I, 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 hear not... you're, I hear you're into Bowfinger.
0: Okay, listen, I will not let this rumor start on this show, just like the rumor of me not being able to read books. Uh-huh. I will not. Hey, I will Katie, not... Did, you
3: hear, did you hear that Trevor can't read books? I heard that he's a furry. That's actually, oh, yeah, I heard that, too. Right, that's
1: so the Muppet thing.
0: So actually, none of that is true, guys. Actually, that's just stuff Adam has said on the show about me, and it's actually not true. Uh-huh,
1: that's not I what think I've you're read.
3: denying it pretty hard. I think yeah. that's a little suspicious.
1: Listen, the things that your girlfriend tells me about you...
0: <laughs> er, er, too old. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. He, um, he, this movie feels very like off Broadway and like a weird fun mm-hmm. B movie way, mm-hmm. and I just I just dug the whole vibe That's of it. That's what and I, 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 I love about it. Oh, it's the best. I I love it. It's there's like there's. Obviously, polish on it, and it's really well made. And like um, Haley was saying, it has like a, this like really good cinematography and very, very good production design. And there's certainly mm-hmm. a budget, and we can get to it with the alternate ending uh, very soon. Oh my that. gosh! Um, but it still doesn't feel too polished, which I really like. I mean, even the idyllic scenes, like um, uh, "Somewhere Greener" or whatever that song's called. Um, it doesn't, Mm. it doesn't feel too, like, polished. I I really like the... it's supposed
3: to be in Skid Row. Of course. It wouldn't feel polished if it, if, or it wouldn't feel like Skid Row if it were polished. And, like, it's all of those extras, too, are, like, had to have been Broadway actors. All of them. Because they are performing at such a high caliber. (laughs) Yeah. And those ensemble pieces when they do Down on Skid Row, like they all are performing to the camera, they're hitting their marks so sharply and like, yeah, yeah it carries cool. it.
0: Uh, this movie came out the same year as like one of my favorite movies, Aliens, and it just—I I don't know—I just thought it looked so so great. I will say one name that we haven't brought up is um, Ellen Green, who who plays mm. Audrey, who yes. I was not familiar with before this movie, and I thought she was a uh, very fun.
4: And I loved her in Leon the Professional.
0: Mm. <gasps> yes, that's right. Oh yeah. That was one of her credits that I looked up and was like, oh, that is her. That's so yeah. weird. Yeah. So weird. Adam, you likely on the professional, huh? <laughs> uh no.
3: I think this is cutting
0: back to our fifth element episode.
1: Yeah, I gave my thoughts. And everyone should check it out if you haven't listened.
0: <laughs> yes, the fifth element episode. Somehow less chaotic than this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah what do you think what do do y'all think we move to the rating system we can keep talking about the movie but we can kind of uh, talk about it through the lens of our of our 1 through 10 scale I know you've done it before on the show but I just want to go over it again basically at the intro to Creature Feature episode which feels like it was forever ago Adam uh, we picked uh, five things that we thought would make the ideal Creature Feature uh, plus one um, bonus category of course at the end so we'll start obviously as we always do with uh, category number one uh, Haley and Katie how cool is the monster's origin in Little Shop of Horrors?
3: 10 out of 10. The origin, though? Okay, it's a, t- a total eclipse of the sun. Yeah, and then it just appears. It It zaps from outer space. To where exactly? And, lands. and it has been. it's landed everywhere across the, at least America, but it, it may be over across the entire world.
2: Where does because it start? they say
3: at the end that the that it's a story that's being duplicated everywhere. That, right. That the plants are growing. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a five.
1: I'm trying to get you the canceled, origin maybe. story.
4: Because it just appears in an eclipse. That's it. I don't <laughs> yeah, think it's that cool yeah I do that story.
1: all the time.
0: <laughs> Haley, you sticking with a ten there?
3: Well, now we have to aggregate. So I yeah. guess it makes it a seven.
0: Seven and a half. Giving it a seven and a half. Absolutely. Nice. Um, yeah. So for fans of the show, they will now know that the first time that Haley and Katie came on, it is a spoiler, of course, but it's, it's, it's long in the past. Uh, they broke our scale with the fifth element. I think I think, <laughs> I think it ended up scoring like 160 out of 150. And with this seven and a half already, I'll let y'all know it is not going to be scoring 150 this time around. Damn. Adam, how Damn. cool is the monster's origin?
1: You know, really quick, uh, if you give me a line, I'll give you, I'll try to give you my Aubrey 2 impression.
0: Aubrey? Okay, did you just Aubrey? say Aubrey? <laughs> 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 Your
3: Aubrey Plaza Parks and Rec impression? Yeah. Uh,
0: first Korgman with this guy, and then now Aubrey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> G- give me a line. Feed me, Seymour.
1: Feed me, Seymour.
0: Ooh, problematic.
1: What are you talking about? <laughs> Anyway,
0: I mean, mean, it is problematic.
1: What are you talking about? It's uh, Four Tops guy.
0: Okay, what would you give this movie on how cool is the monster's origin?
1: Uh, I'll give it a six because I do think Eclipse is cool. Uh
0: Um, I'm giving it a seven. I think that the eclipse thing is kind of cool. I think that um, most of the movies we've watched, they don't even discuss really the origin of the monster. So at least there was a discussion... whole
3: song. Yeah, Singer yeah. sings a whole song about it.
0: Yeah, I think um, I think it's worth a- at least a seven. Category number two. How wait, wait, dumb. Do you, slash... Did you
1: guys think that uh, that at any point they were going to say total eclipse of the heart?
4: <laughs> total eclipse of the heart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is an Adam category, and I have railed against it completely every episode we've done. But category number two: How dumb/silly are the human characters in this movie? I Here mean, of go. course, this let's movie make will, up these Let's go really, really high on this, and I'm upset about it.
3: <laughs> how dumb are they? Ten. Well, very dumb. No, they're like dumb in the sense that, like,
4: they're dumb. They're like, very it's dumb. a
3: plant from that they don't know where it came from, and then they're feeding it blood. Well, Seymour is not very smart. And Audrey's not very smart because she doesn't leave. And Mushnik is not very smart. But they're all victims of a class problem. Okay. And, like, they wouldn't be stupid if... Okay, but
4: so you're telling me that a rich-ass man who makes $50,000 more in a week than Seymour does... If he found this plant, the plant was like, give me blood. Then he wouldn't give him blood just because he's rich.
3: Well, no, the problem is that there's there's a greed problem with everybody in this universe. Well, okay. but that's not what I'm asking. I'm asking.
1: Now, wait a second, if I may.
4: Is he feeding him blood because he's poor? (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Seymour, Seymour. So a
4: rich guy wouldn't feed him blood. Seymour is a learned man. The rich
3: guy probably would. So, okay not to jump to the ending but the one where like uh the the businessman is like we i already took a clipping and i'm gonna mass produce this i don't think a rich man would think to feed it blood
4: i think he's mass
3: producing it yeah but he that they have to feed it blood for it to grow but
4: they don't know that yet rich men don't have blood
1: in their veins
3: they're cold-blooded the reptiles (laughs) I think it's like it'll die It'll be like how Seymour had it for a couple of days And it was interesting looking And then it wilts because
4: Then how would the ending occur With them taking over the world If nobody fed them blood
1: Yeah see this will tie in more also into our metaphor When we get into it um, I think rich people would also But but Seymour is He, he, he knows a lot about plants Like he has an education mm-hmm. It's certainly not the, the mm-hmm. problem there He's just a, He's just a dummy
3: no he's an orphan
0: yeah you can be an orphan
3: and be stupid
1: i (laughs) I think adam is saying
0: that all orphans are dumb
1: (laughs) okay look hashtag not all orphans
3: (laughs) that was another through line with shock treatment because uh we find out that brad majors is an orphan Mm. apparently
0: oh wait are you talking about chad majors
3: (laughs) (laughs) adam chad majors (laughs)
4: So I'm going to go with a 10 out of 10. These people are dumb.
0: Nice. Don't forget that the other Mm. half of it is that they're, it says how dumb slash silly are they? Right. They're also very silly. Yeah, they're very, very silly. We
3: have the trio, the Greek chorus that know exactly what are going on. But that's not the main characters. But they said the people. How stupid are the people?
1: But I don't even know if we can consider them characters because they're, they're omniscient.
3: Yes. They're like, but they interact with Audrey and with Seymour.
1: Well, is a narrator a character? I guess is the question.
4: Give it a number, Haley. Haley refuses to say that anybody that's poor is stupid. So apparently, I'm the, I'm a genius.
1: Yeah, Katie, you're getting canceled.
3: I'm gonna say like I like a six because I think they're actually really smart. To like Audrey starts becoming a she has like an arrangement job that she starts charging extra Okay, for. but it, the other half
4: of it is also silly. Are they silly? So, dumb slash silly. You don't think that any of them are more than a six on the silly no, scale? No, I'm going to
3: stick with a six.
4: Alright, so eight is our aggregate score. Because apparently the, none of these people in this movie are silly to Haley.
1: Ladies, we didn't bring you on we'll here to fight.
0: Alright, Adam, uh, that's an eight, so what are you going to give it? I'm
1: actually going to give it a ten also. Uh... I think it wraps around pretty nicely. I, I think the point of them, are to not, you know, to all be pretty silly and zany. I mean, that's the whole uh, premise of the sh- the movie, right? Is that hey, if we put this, you know, really interesting plant in the front of the store, maybe we'll get some people, and then it, you know, it works. That's the idea, though.
4: And Audrey's voice is silly,
1: right? And
4: Mushnik's voice is silly. And Seymour being clumsy is silly. Haley. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I this might be the highest scoring category of this entire series, because I'm giving it a nine. I think that adding in the qualifier like how dumb slash silly are the human characters in this movie, like I think everyone's like pretty damn silly in this movie. So uh, like the least silly character would be Seymour, and it's Rick Moranis, and he's he's pretty silly by proxy. So I'm going nine. Sorry, Haley. I know it's a little high. Sorry, the movie that you're the guest on is is doing well. Um, (laughs) Category number three, how sympathetic is the monster in this movie?
3: I don't find him sympathetic because uh, he's blood hungry. Yeah, he he just wants to take over the world. Yeah, I'm like, no, thank you. Okay,
4: so Baby Audrey 2. Yeah. Baby Audrey 2, I will give a six because it's cute. Adult... Audrey, too. No, it gets creep. a two. Oh, I so just because it's, it's cute. Yes.
1: So you're a fan of like, um, what's that hot serial killer's name?
0: No. Ted Bundy? Ted Bundy. Bundy. <laughs>
1: Does he get a pass in your book?
4: No. He, that man has a unibrow and he looks like he has never brushed his teeth in his entire life. Guy, yes. I said
1: hot one. What, what are you giving me
0: here? Hey, I think I think you're thinking of Charles Manson.
4: <laughs> no, I'm thinking of Ted Bundy, who everybody is fangirling over, and I'm like, that man literally looks like a Neanderthal.
0: <laughs> he was played by uh, he was played by Zac Efron right. in a film. Mm-hmm.
4: It, it had very very terrible casting. I heard
1: Zac was too ugly to uh, get the role, but <laughs> he
4: I...
3: didn't he didn't fill it out appropriately. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think Audrey's that sympathetic at all. I and just, even yeah, when he's like, feed me at the beginning, you're not like, "Oh, he's hungry. You're like, why is that plant talking? So pushy. You're like, mm-hmm. No, why? E- I don't like it. I just like. Yeah, he just starts
4: suckling hate it. Oof, I just oof. like tiny cute things Um like cats, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to give but it a yeah, a one. Adult. Audrey, I give it two. So our aggregate score is 1.5.
0: 1.5, Adam. Give it to me, baby. Do you have any sympathy for Audrey, too? I got
1: Zilcho. It's zero.
0: Ooh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with... um, And this is not... You know. I will say that we just went from the highest scoring category in this series to probably the lowest scoring category. So <laughs> yes. um, We're still breaking uh, records. Yeah. Apropos, apropos to this this episode and this uh, movie. Very, very chaotic and fun. Um, yes. uh, fourth category, Adam, you're going to have to help me out on this because I, I haven't read many uh, books on theory. No, or many um, books at all. Uh, huh? Katie,
3: did you hear Trevor doesn't know how to read? Yeah. He's also a furry.
1: Oh, yeah. I heard about
3: that. I heard that. I
0: heard that. You know, the, the rumor is not that I don't know how to read, it's that I simply don't read books. What? No, because you, now don't know how. you don't know how to read. Yeah, what's the name of your fursona, oh. Trevor?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Wait, what? What's the name of your
1: fursona?
0: <laughs> oh, my fursona? Yeah. <laughs> you know what it is. Oh, yeah, clever villain. Yeah, clever villain, that's right. Uh, category number four How strong of a metaphor is the monster in this film?
4: I mean, capitalism? It's a 10 out of 10, 10 out for 10. me, Dog.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, in terms of what it is, is, uh, right, giving in to a sinister ambition. And Mm -hmm. I I especially love where that pays off. Let's get into it now, baby, in the alternate ending, which I think is the superior ending. Mm,
0: Yes, these last Um. three categories will really kind of play into the alternate ending of this film. So. Let's give it some context. Y'all will probably know more than I do about it. I believe that they made this alternate ending for this movie. They tested it for audiences. Audiences absolutely hated it. It was the most expensive scene, single scene, ever shot by Warner Brothers at the time. Uh, Of course, Frank Oz uh, wanted it to end on a very down note. um, But audiences wanted the uh, idyllic ending instead. Uh, Even though the the idyllic ending and the theatrical cut that we get does have a little little hint at the end. Yeah, Adam, did you say goo?
1: I said goo. Give us the goo.
0: So so Corgan and goo now. So you just throw yeah. Gs into words.
1: <laughs> uh, goo-, goo-, goo.
3: Is
0: that, that what you makes say sense coo- you're coming?
1: Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was waiting for.
0: Interestingly, uh, now it makes sense that you were calling this this movie Little Shog of Horrors. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'd like to change my answer as to what Adam does before he watches movies. Go ahead. No, never mind. I don't want to
0: be there. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, I was setting up for that earlier, actually. Um, but yeah, so uh, basically, uh, there's another there's another ending online. It's about like five minutes longer. Uh, and uh, and uh, Adam, you want to explain what happens in that in that alternate ending? Yeah,
1: I love it. Uh, it starts off with Rick Moranis getting eaten. He's just full-on dead. And I I was left wondering, like, what's going to be the catch here? There's no catch. Yeah, that
0: was so dark.
1: And then it gets darker, I think.
3: Also, he feeds Audrey to the plant. Audrey does not survive the attack. Mm -hmm. Mm, Right. And the weird ending where, like, she just, like, trips and falls in the alley. And then she hops back up. And she's like, oh, no, I'm good. I was just feeling faint for a second. Right. (laughs) Like... That made no sense, but it's because what originally happened is she does like a reprise of Somewhere That's Green and tells Seymour to feed her to the plant so that the plant can continue to provide for Seymour. It's so just heartbreaking. Yeah. It's so upsetting. And then... And yeah, and then he feeds her to to Audrey and then he feeds Audrey 1 to Audrey 2. And then... (laughs) Yeah, he's, he, gets, he gets eaten too. Yeah,
1: and then what I love when it gets even darker is the sort of Patton-esque uh, sequence that happens next where we get the chorus that rises out of the ground, and they're very somber, and they're talking about this sequence of events. I It was pretty creepy because I was even like, this doesn't feel like it belongs here. Is this like a mm-hmm. televised thing that's happening right now, you know? Um And then it continued on into a series of Aubrey's all over the world that have been purchased, you know, very small, get gigantic and start rampaging Godzilla style in some fantastic perspective angles. I mean, uh, the way that this was shot. Yeah, it was great. And I think the camera work here was better than Godzilla versus Kong. um, Yeah, yeah, definitely. In the way that it was done. And it was uh, it was creepy. All we hear is laughing and people running buildings getting destroyed, and then the end with a question mark, exclamation point, question mark.
3: Not only buildings being destroyed, every, okay, this was a better remake to King Kong than Peter Jackson's remake to King Kong. Mm -hmm.
2: Ooh. Because
3: (laughs) you have these giant Audrey 2s Like, one of them plants himself at the end of a subway train and just lets the track run into Mm -hmm. his mouth, (laughs) and then the other two start cackling. Like, it's so funny and absurd that like I'm sitting there watching it and laughing because it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're this big now, and they're taking over the Mm -hmm. city, (laughs) and the final shot is, I keep calling it a triffid, Uh, but it's taking over the Statue of Liberty yeah. and like coming over the crown and taking over yeah. her head mm-hmm. and what a commentary on capitalism like that is such oh and it felt so good cuz i don't know if the version i saw is it supposed to be in black and white does it end in black and white
0: mm, mine did not mine didn't
3: because the the extended version that i saw it said that or it ended in black and white so it felt like a movie from the 50s it felt like you were seeing yeah. the military attacking this alien on yeah. top of an, an iconic landmark and yeah it ends with that the end question mark exclamation point question mark exclamation point question mark exclamation point is it yeah. is it the end
1: uh yeah and there's that scene too where uh, there's a giant Aubrey 2 on the bridge
0: Mm-hmm. Oh that's so good That mm, yeah. is so mm-hmm. good That, was really that looked good. incredible And mm-hmm. it was like Swinging back and forth on it It was so crazy Yeah
1: It was scary um, It was a scary sequence
0: It was honestly kind of Yeah it was kind of like Upsetting Like yeah. like honestly um, But Can we agree right now That we uh, Write everything from here on out Based on the alternate ending Do we prefer the uh, that alternate ending Absolutely yeah. No question well, okay. th- here the,
4: the-, and there. the
3: theatrical ending Is absolute trash mm-hmm. I thought the theatrical ending was interesting in the sense that there's no way Audrey would have survived that, the being eaten halfway. Right. Right. And then there's no way that Seymour would have survived a building collapsing on top of him. Mm -hmm. Like, it's both just so ridiculous that for them to escape into a fantasy, it's like Brazil. It's like, well, is it real? Mm -hmm. Did they actually survive it? I don't know. And I'm not mad about the theatrical ending because like ultimately that's what got so many audiences to see the movie you know if i'm thinking that the alternate would be they just never showed the movie with the original ending like the, the director's yep. cut yeah but the director's yeah cut it, it cut may have so been
1: bad. just right totally and, but i think the, the, the ending. theatrical ending also loses the metaphor you know yes w- what it builds up to and i think because of that it becomes a little bit i mean it's obviously already soulless because it's done to like appease audiences do you know do you know in the musical right. or in the original movie what, what the ending is
4: yeah the musical ends the with the original ending the 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 plants taking over yeah okay. eating seymour
1: yeah that's the way to do it. i mean people are just cowards you know this is a rise of yep. skywalker <laughs> situation Yeah, and I think that's what's so wonderful about uh, uh, exploring this genre is that we get a wild movie like this, a musical, like a dark comedy musical Mm -hmm. uh, involved in here, and it was just really nice to see that all come together in the alt ending.
0: So what what are you going to give it for the category?
1: Uh, In terms, we are ranking them in terms of, uh, oh, and that's that's a thing too is with the alternate ending is that you could see the the only reason that the Audrey's that the odd Aud- oddries that the oddries uh, take over is because um, people are giving in to the ambition to the capitalistic vampire, right. mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, it makes you think. I'll give it a nine.
0: A nine. Okay. Listen, um, I've heard your arguments, but throughout the movie, I really did not get much of a metaphor, and I kind of feel like I. I really missed it and I'm kind of embarrassed because if you had asked me without, you know, hearing your arguments first, I maybe would have given those like a three or a four, but um, yes, you're right. I I picked up, I guess, on the capitalism part of it. And Mm -hmm. like Haley mentioned, like the final, you know, the statue of Liberty. And now basically if you were to come into America, right. The first thing you would see would be Audrey on top of the statue of Liberty, just capitalism Mm -hmm. over America essentially. Right. Mm -hmm. Am, Am I getting it correct guys? Um, I'm going to give it a seven. Over
3: liberties, because he ends up giving up his life for the greed. Both of them do.
0: Uh, Because. You get it, Trevor. I mean, I do get it now, but I can't act like I got it while watching it. So I'm going to give it a seven, giving that round a ten, a nine, and a seven. Uh, Still very, very strong, but I have to uh, stick by my own stupidity. Uh, Fifth (laughs) fifth round, uh, one through ten hayley and katie are you familiar with the uh, old n64 game rampage no oh. no this is uh what? and there was also a yeah you are now the first guests on the show who are not familiar with it which i really like Yikes. it's funny um <laughs>
1: you know naruto uh, oh, no. but not rampage
4: i was it, too busy playing uh donkey kong 64.
0: yeah well i mean almost the dead, same yeah. console yeah um so this is just a game basically where like these big creatures would just like break buildings and stuff so in this movie one through ten how much damage property damage cities destroyed this is classic creature feature stuff this Mm -hmm. is the first movie i think that actually has an extended sequence since we have established we're going off of what the Mm -hmm. uh, director's cut was how many rampage points are you giving it
3: 10 out of 10, baby. He overtakes the Statue of Liberty. The
0: world.
3: They overtake the world and then also the just the idea of like in that clay pot, their little roots busting out and that they're able to like walk, walk. around.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh, I hate it. And yeah, they have no uh no humanity whatsoever. They are they will crush buildings. They will eat people they eat were trains people
1: eat trains yeah you know the sound that i make when i'm busting out
0: the same noise that a baby makes <laughs> you uh, make the same noise that a baby makes while you're making babies <laughs> all
1: right so oh, all of I this will it. go ahead and get edited
0: out <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you think that's gonna be the first thing edited out of this episode? absolutely <laughs> just right uh, up at the end or Adam, are you think this is gonna be the cold open? Oh I hope not <laughs> um
1: hey, we don't need a cold open when we got a
0: a hot closer baby
1: yeah, no wait i I came up with a joke earlier uh, we don't need a cold open when we've got a uh old coping mechanism and that is our humor
2: please uh go oh, just
4: boy. edit from wait i hold on i came up with a joke earlier and then <laughs> use that whole section for the cold
0: open thank you thank you that now that's called an editor's instincts right there <laughs> um
1: anyway yolo swag i'm giving it a 10 also
0: wow oh, yeah. a 10 okay um we could have our very first 10 10 10 category of the series
1: those are my okay. measurements
3: <laughs> brick house
0: uh oh um, okay so i'm giving it an 8 because we are only get a huge rampage um, final sequence and then yes of course he does some damage to eating people and stuff like that but we can't we can't ignore the first Ninety percent of the
2: movie. <laughs> he, he only blew up the world. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I'm giving it an eight. Uh, that Boo. was our that was our last Boo. category. Boo.
1: Ooh, everyone's uh, Trevor's address is 364 <laughs> Maple <laughs> Drive.
0: Yes. Uh, <laughs> that was it. That was our last category. Oh wait, no. There's a bonus category. How? <laughs> How big slash scary is the monster in this movie?
3: Ten. Very. Yeah. <laughs> is there a number for very? Can we give it an extreme rating? PG-13? <laughs> Rated X for extreme. Uh, yeah, I know he think that means what you think it means. Oh,
2: goo oh, goo. Yeah. goo-, goo. <laughs>
3: I just it's like the he, every time he got bigger it made me more uncomfortable yeah. because it would just would fill out the set more and more like yeah, he yeah. he would just get wider and then Wait, all what are you the talking vines about? uh goo goo, goo. <laughs> uh Audrey 2's vines would just spread all over the set and mm-hmm. like he would have trouble walking over at the plant and just felt like a trap, like a total trap, mm. and
4: then the shop like became unrecognizable at a point because it was just so covered in vines, mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. like
4: mm-hmm. terrifying. Absolutely, ten out of ten.
3: I would rather die than look at this uh, creature. Well, in real you're life. in the room, and then he's gonna eat you. Like you don't have a yeah. ch- choice if yeah. you're in the room. I love that yeah, uh,
1: done. that what you're touching on too. It's like a raging bull type of thing where we we, we visually get this really uh intense feel mm-hmm. as well as look to the, what the character is becoming um in terms of my score uh, as the famous quote goes i am become 10.
0: you're you're giving this a 10.
1: yeah it's it, 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 just because of the la- if there wasn't the alt ending I, I certainly wouldn't have but the that that Trevor, sens- he's scary he yeah. is come on, and there's
3: many of him. It's not just the one Audrey too. They they there's birth so babies, many. and like, could it just have could it have multiple heads and just have one
0: base? We've body? done no, Trevor. We've done...
1: Trevor is a quote unquote Chad. He doesn't get scared by a stupid plant.
0: No, I mean Venus traps are like scary, and this is a huge version of it. So listen, y'all, I'm going with an eight again. I'm going with an eight You're again.
4: a Debbie Downer, Chaddington.
0: Yeah. You're an eight.
4: <laughs>
3: oh, Chaddington.
0: Yes, yeah, so a play on my uh, my name in this. In the, what is this a chat room? <laughs> 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 Paddington. Yes. Um, yeah. So no, very very scary. But like we've done these other movies. Like this is okay. I'm sorry, but Audrey 2 is not scarier than Pinhead to me. Like, I can't give Hellraiser a 10 and then give this a 10 as well. Like, I have to use context. Oh,
4: somebody in BDSM clothing is scary to you? Yeah. I mean, that sounds pretty racist. Yeah. Wait, what? So you only (laughs) like school girls, huh, Trevor?
0: (laughs) I'm getting canceled, but I don't think this is Why? (laughs)
3: You're like, I have a list on all of the possible reasons. I don't think this is on that list. Yeah,
0: Yeah, dude, look, I I
1: think Pinhead's hot. I think Aubrey, too, is (laughs) scary. (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay, let's go over these final scores. Katie and Haley, you have given the film, out of 50, a 46.5.
3: I'd say it's a pretty true creature feature. I'm not mad about that rating.
0: It's a very good creature feature. I agree with you. Oh, no,
1: wait. If they come on here and come up with the winning episode again.
0: That means that we
4: get to take over your podcast. Yeah, for peace Slips.
1: This is like that episode of Friends. It's Prima uh, Podcaster.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. Supreme leaders. Um, Adam, you have given uh, the film 45 out of 50. How do you feel about that?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think that's fine.
0: And I have given the film a 39, which means that out of a total 150, Little Shop of Horrors has scored a 130.5, making it the highest scoring film of the series that we've done so far (gasps) by 22 and a half (sighs) points.
1: Oh, my God. What?
0: It is now supplanted Matongo as the number one creature feature. And you know what? I really, really so enjoy this movie. We get, I have nothing So we
4: get this. your podcast now.
0: No. We haven't we won have, yet. We haven't finished the series quite yet. So <laughs> you're, you're like
3: best two out of three. Best five out of seven.
0: You're going to have to go up against some good ones. Uh, I, soon we're going to be talking about Stephen King's The Mist, uh, which Ooh, is a really that's... fun one. Oh, uh, we're, I gonna, hate we're gonna we're gonna be one. talking uh, Pumpkinhead here pretty soon. <gasps> so I love Pumpkinhead. Yes, um, <laughs> that so. was
1: my nickname in and... <gasps> Oh
0: boy! <sighs> but that's exciting
3: to hear that we've topped this uh, this season. I was gonna say this bitch of a season, but I don't want that's aggressive. <laughs> Let's we'll, we'll say. That. <laughs> but how cool? Because yeah creature features um i love sci-fi movies i love that we came we did the space opera genre before and that we came back for another sci-fi sibling genre so couldn't be more happy with the placement
0: you make so far before y'all get out of here um we do need an award in both of your namesakes as you know because you've been on the show before we do have the silver ghosties at the end uh a.k.a. the outro to Preacher Future episode, uh, where we give away awards. So, of course, I'm giving away the Trevor Dillon Award for Chonkiest Monster. Uh, We have the Adam Wagner Award for He Doesn't Know Yet. Or He Might Know, but He Hasn't Told Me What It's Going to Be For Yet. But uh, we also have the Kwong Lee Award for Best Kiss. (laughs) We have the Rachel (laughs) Raves Award for Pain and Pleasure because she was on the Hellraiser episode. So, Katie, we'll start with you uh what this for you know for this creature feature series we're giving away the katie to many award for
4: tiny baby plant arms the best uh <laughs> it, it would be the award for the best like um way to spawn more creatures
0: Ooh, okay, <laughs> okay. i like that i like that yeah, yeah. that is a good one good. but um... it's got to be
4: called the tiny baby plant arms award Okay. okay,
0: so we're going to go with the Tiny Baby Plant Arms Award, aka the Best Way to Spawn Other Mini Creatures Award. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Adam, what do you think about that specific, but also could definitely be <laughs> not the winner of this one? You know what I mean? It's not. Yeah, no. Good.
4: Like, there's there's definitely other creatures that can, like, spawn in very interesting ways. We were talking about Hercules earlier. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Love it. Absolutely. Oh. Uh, yeah. And how about you, Haley? The Haley Mervini Award for.
3: Hmm. that's what her award is the feed me award i was gonna say the Haley mervini award for best best use of a payphone
0: best use of a payphone yeah Uh, well what is this audrey
3: audrey two calls audrey one on the payphone and then and then tries to get the quarterback yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Very right. good. Okay. It's going to be you know, like, a stiff <laughs> competition for The Matrix. We'll see.
0: This one might be a shoe in for that category. <laughs> All right. So we're giving away the Haley Mervini Award for Best Use of a Payphone.
3: Oh, now I feel like that was dumb.
1: No, it's a good one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thanks, Adam. Uh,
1: hold on one second. Ring, 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 ring. What? What is ringing? A payphone? Yes. Hello? Obama? You like that category. Uh, Thank you. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh.
3: Wow. Uh, I was smiling so stupidly large that whole time that you did that. So thank you. That was for me. That was only for me.
1: I I also, I have my category, I think, Trevor.
0: Oh, really? And are you ready to tell the audience what it's going to be? I am okay wow this is an this is a this is exclusive the people have been waiting adam
3: this is exclusive
0: in the silver (laughs) in the silver ghosties the outro to creature feature Awards show we are going to be giving away the adam wagner award for
1: the adam cervantes wagner award for tastiest treat
0: wow oh my gosh this was worth the wait wow what a yeah. category
1: by the way uh the sound when you finish trevor is sclusi
0: <laughs> all right uh <laughs> I, I i will not allow i will not allow for this rumor to mm, spread
1: sclusi <laughs>
0: Katie and Haley, thank you uh, times a million for being on this episode <laughs> no, and putting thank up with
2: you. the
0: hundreds of technical problems. It is almost <laughs> midnight here on the West Coast. Uh, do you but, have anything yeah. that you'd like to plug before you get out of here?
4: Um, yeah, come check us out. We are on all of your major podcatchers as Time Warp Radio or our second season. Uh, Time Warp Radio presents Shock Treat Minute. Uh, we covered the Rocky Horror Picture Show in our first season, and now we are talking about
3: this sequel slash equal, or Shock it? Treatment. Yep. And we're most active on Instagram, at Time Warp Radio, and at Shock Treatment. But oh. we're going to have these guys back for sure, because we I've already told you, you need to come back <laughs> you, and talk you about Shock no Treatment. Option. You have no option. You have no choice in this matter. Could you
0: I'm two gonna... s- possibly put up with us for another episode? <laughs> yeah.
3: Yes.
4: Could you I've been trying uh, so hard as, t- as long <laughs> as you don't ever say
3: screwsy again.
4: Uh, well, as, as long, long as you...
3: Adam doesn't say goo goo again.
1: Uh, <laughs> <Adam>. <laughs> well, there's a easy joke there, but I'm not gonna make it. I think I have two quick <laughs> questions for you two, actually. Um, first one, what do your listeners refer to themselves as?
3: That's a great question. We call uh we, well, we adopted what the folks are called in the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is unconventional conventionists. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. And then uh, now that we're doing shock treatment, it's the DTV community audience in the bleachers that are mm-hmm. watching the show along with us.
1: Oh, okay. And then second question. I've only been to one showing of Rocky Horror. Um, is it true that during the dinner scene, everyone's supposed to make out?
3: or dance, yeah. Well, n- after vac- after quarantine and after everyone's been vaccinated, I'm pretty sure that's just going to be what Rocky Horror is from start to end. Yes.
1: Oh, I'll back be into there. The
3: I do think so. I think it's going to be like any excuses, like the lights are going to go down and people are going to start making out in the rows.
0: Uh, We're going to have to start
3: spraying people off with poses. <laughs> hey. Yeah, spraying down the stage with a hose—it's gonna get sticky.
0: Gonna need some sanitizer for sure. Yes. Why?
1: St- wait. Why sticky?
3: Because, um, aren't
1: Adam, you going to shadow Adam, cast as Brad?
0: Do you, Adam, do you have any bugs? <laughs> yeah, Adam you can follow. Uh, poly- goo,
4: goo, goo. yeah. <laughs> hey,
0: you're gonna, you're gonna need some friggin' goo gone. Oh gosh, <laughs> I
4: think what? you're gonna need some goo gone because you're the one who works there.
0: This is true, mm. but but Adam Adam uh, He actually lives down the street now and he said For some reason that after Rocky He would voluntarily come and clean up oh. uh,
1: No, I didn't say That's his kink I didn't say and clean up
0: <laughs> Okay, alright, okay <laughs> Give me Okay, this this one For a PG-13 movie for some reason We rated R on this episode um, Adam, do you have any plugs you want to say Before the clock hits midnight?
1: Uh, Yeah, follow me at Instagram at Projector Fuel and uh, as well as check out my website, Adam J.C. Wagner, which is where I post the movies I'm making.
0: Very nice. And uh, I'm on Letterboxd as well at Captain Dills, where I keep an ongoing list of all the films we've talked about on the podcast. And I rank them according to how they've been rated in their own specific genres. My personal is at Trevor Dills on Instagram and Twitter. And as always, follow us at Ghost Party Picks on all of their socials. Rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. If you leave us a five-star review and roast us in the review, we'll read it at the very top of the show like we did with CAC Man today. Smash that follow button on Spotify. And Adam, I'm just going to let you know straight up, we are on Google Podcasts. Finally. Yes, we are finally on Google oh, Podcasts. Y- you know it's funny? You wait, know where
1: I heard about that? Guys, uh,
4: hold on. Wait. Trevor, what? I think you missed a plug. What's your persona's name again? <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I'm first one is Clever Villain. <laughs> he admitted it. <laughs> he, he admitted it. He admitted it.
3: <laughs> that was so good. I could just, I felt you leaning in toward the microphone, just head and hands.
0: <laughs> yeah, for all my Furbies out there, um, it is at, at Clever Villain. <laughs> Adam, where did you hear we were on Google Podcasts?
1: Uh, I heard it from my uh, from my girlfriend's husband. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you gotta hear it from someone, man.
0: <laughs> thank you to Haley and Katie uh, again for coming on the show, or as Adam would call them, Kaylee and Haiti. Uh <laughs> Thank you all for listening to Ghost Party Radio. Uh, this one was very very fun. Adam, we have officially.
1: Shop the little horrors. Bye. Which is goo goo
0: goo. Bye. (laughs) Bye. -bye.
2: Mm, That's
1: a 10.